and the Packers. The Packers. The Packers got the tar kicked out of them today. That's nah, not good. Nope. Nope, not good at all. <laughs> hey, good evening. Welcome in. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening and welcome to you. Hey, at least the Browns got a win today. <laughs> Just kidding. No, they didn't. No, they didn't win either. No, they sure didn't. That didn't happen. Hey, the Falcons got a win. What are they? Are they one and four now? Good for them. Yay. <laughs> hey, good evening to you. Let's see who's hanging out with us late here on a Sunday evening. What's going on? Data system. Your first server 27. Welcome in Jayberg on 32. Appreciate you being here. Kukar, server 17. Welcome into the show, Miss Harley Quinn on 31. Jerry Ryan, 146. Zakara, 136. Hydra on 32. Bernard, server 28. Welcome. Blokemon, server 134. Metal on server 8. Scaly on 193. Gallum on 21. Welcome in. Bizarro, server 15. What's up? Raxnar on server 8. Twab on 22. Tabby Moza on server 20. Data on 32. Swagger, server 20. Welcome. Orion Pax and Lieutenant Razik on server 15. Good evening to you, Truckin' Chick. Server 26. Dirty Snowman on 37. Uh, yeah, Blokemon on uh, 134. No level 50s, bro. He says no level 50s. Hey, Dr. Serac on server 48. Welcome in. Pops on 37. Saltrix on 36. The Wicked Witch on 15. Commander Taylor on server 130, uh, 192. Welcome. Herc on 25. Welcome in. Tequila on 163. Appreciate you being here. Mr. Big on Apex server 189. Welcome in to the show. Yeah. Hey, Slaughter. Server 34. Welcome in. Appreciate you being here. Yes, Daytrade says go Steelers. I can't say that either. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Hey, what's up, Server 31? How you doing? Prater 5 on 152. Spock on Server 13. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. Chronic Break on 18. Morath and Admiral Sack Attack both on Server 15. Appreciate you being here. Predator, Server 19. Shinjo on 26. Sir Dorian. Hey, what's up? Blue Mandalorian on Server 8. Killer Orange on 17. Maztec on Server 32. Jetski on 37. Comic on 143. Quack Yo, 31. What's up? Ready Turn Clive on Server 15. Welcome into the show. Indy Dandy on Server 31, as is Colonel Sam Houston. Appreciate you being here. V-Ready on 196. Admiral Dad on 15. Uh, QA on Server 24. Medic on 34. And Lady Cast wrapping up our uh, Server Sound Off here on uh, Server 15. Uh, Wretched, you got the last call on Server 47. Appreciate you guys being here. Your mics are potted up. Good evening. And welcome into the show. We've actually got some interesting things to share with you here tonight. Um, the long-awaited Officer Breakdown. And we're going to talk to you about those two key new officers, as well as uh, some of the other officers and their uses uh, coming up here today on the show. But first, of course, ladies and gentlemen, it would not be an episode of Talking Trek without checking in at World News Headlines. Let's find out what's going on across this big blue globe called the Earth with Talking Trek's Stupid News. Stupid News! time for the news. <laughs> no pops, not over yet. Just started. Good evening. Thank you, Steve. Good evening. It's time for the news. Former White House physician Dr. Ronnie Jackson says that Joe Biden is not mentally fit to be president. 
I mean, seriously, I don't know. I don't know how he could actually say this. I mean, let's look at it. Aside from the fact that Biden told people he's running for Senate twice this week, forgot Mitt Romney's name, constantly gets the number of coronavirus deaths wrong by hundreds of millions, has gotten the state he was wrong, uh, state he was in wrong on three different occasions, can't remember the opening line of the Constitution, constantly loses his place without a teleprompter and tells black people if they don't vote for him, they ain't black. I don't know why anyone would think that he's losing his marbles. No, no clue. <laughs> Uh, yes, but, uh, yes, the election is almost here. Almost here and almost gone. Thank the good Lord above. I can't wait to be past this. Uh, scientists are in the news, folks. Scientists in the news developing a robot dolphin. Yes, this is in the news. A robot dolphin that could replace captive animals at our nation's theme parks. Yes, folks. Uh, the whole point uh, for some of these places is to go and see real animals. Why not just throw up a Tupac hologram at that point? Like, yeah, robot dolphins. No, I'm not kidding you. You can Google it. It's a real thing. The DEA is in the news and seized a record amount of methamphetamines during a raid on a California stash house that yielded 2,200 pounds of the illegal narcotic. Agents found, of course, uh, the, these 2,200 pounds. And once they bagged up all 1,500 pounds of it, they transferred all 1,000 pounds into evidence and went and bought a yacht. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Uh, folks, this, this is going to mess you up. This is going to mess you up. You're not going to be happy about this. Uh, let's see. Not today. Today's Sunday. This happened on Friday, folks. A federal judge ruled that prison inmates are, in fact, eligible to receive the government stimulus checks. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it, uh, it went through a federal appeals court and love it or hate it. <laughs> love it or hate it. Uh, inmates are now going to receive their stimulus checks. Although, maybe. If you're looking for the silver lining, maybe you can admit it's nice to see uh, criminals getting paid somewhere besides Congress. Yep, federal judge ruled that uh, inmates are eligible to receive stimulus checks. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons confirmed four positive cases of coronavirus this past week, which means uh, they now uh, that team now leads the league in coronavirus infections. But uh, if history is any, uh, any indicator... They'll blow the lead. Don't, don't worry about it. Four players have caught the virus, which is the most catches they've had all year. So there, uh, there is that. Pfizer, speaking of coronavirus, Pfizer's stage two coronavirus vaccine is going to include kids as young as 12 years of age. This is a big development because at first they couldn't get any parents willing to volunteer their children. But after six months of homeschooling, they were flooded with applications. Yes, coronavirus trials for children as young as 12, 12 years of age. Walmart is in the news, spreading out its Black Friday deals over three weekends in November to reduce crowd sizes. Uh, so if you go Black Friday shopping the first weekend and you don't get what you want, uh, you can come back the second week after you've earned your uh, black belt in karate. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love how these stores are pretending to care about our health uh, with the coronavirus restrictions. Meanwhile, Black Friday has been like the battle scene in Braveheart for 20 years now. It's been a serious thing. Uh, postal inspectors launched an investigation after several bags of undelivered mail were found outside the home of a postal worker in the state of Pennsylvania. Yes, that happened. Several bags of undelivered mail. Yeah, uh, not what his boss meant when he told him to think outside the box. 
you know, the mailbox. <laughs> that was bad, I know. Sorry. I'll stop the post office jokes before before I lose myself. Not everyone's going to give them a stamp of approval. And I don't want the bosses to just think I'm mailing it in. That's, that's bad. <laughs> Finally, folks, Taryn Manning. It's <laughs> great, Rackstar. I love it. Um, Taryn Manning says she's never agreed to appear on Dancing with the Stars because she doesn't want to be perceived as a, quote, has-been, which is unfair to the majority of people on the show who were uh, a never-was. Serious, seriously, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars. I've seen more stars on a cloudy night. It should be called Dancing with the Truth. And ladies and gentlemen, there is your stupid news. Dancing with the Truth. <laughs> that was my favorite one. That was my favorite one. Good evening, everybody. Your mics are potted up. <laughs> Sorry. That that one was my favorite one. I don't even know. It just came to me, and I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Yes. Dancing with the Truth. I love it. Uh, good evening. Welcome. Your mics are potted up. Welcome into the show. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Wicked Witch says, absolutely terrible. Mr. Big, on the other hand, says that was a pretty good one. All right, thank you. Big Country says, perfect timing. The news is over. Good evening, Big. Welcome into the show. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right? Just had to say bad. Just bad. (laughs) Thanks, be ready. Appreciate that. Tabby Moses says, love the news. Love the news. Chick even says, a good ending to the news. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Guys. You know what, DJ? I'm curious. How much time, how much prep time? Because I know you're a true professional. Not only, you know, I can tell Mm -hmm. by your gameplay, by the way you handle the interviews with all the you know content creators and the community managers i mean just a true professional true and true and true again how much time do you spend just prepping for the super news um probably uh probably about an uh, an hour i'd say i probably spend about an hour on it because I, I look maybe sometimes more depending depending on what the what the news is uh, big country uh, people having trouble hearing you. Turn that turn that mic up a little bit. And guys, if you have trouble hearing him, uh, again, I can balance him out on the podcast. But if you guys have trouble, you can always turn him up a little bit. Big has always struggled with his uh, with his volume, and uh, don't know why. We you know we need to we need to actually as much as you're going to be on the show, man. We need to send you like a good mic, like a good one. Anxiety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I Begland, uh, probably about an hour, maybe a little bit more. As a matter of fact, Gregor called me earlier today. It was probably about three thirty, four o'clock, and I was in the middle of prepping and, uh, and writing and, and looking at news. As a matter of fact, Gregor and I uh, – Gregor's not on the show this evening. I'll give you guys, uh, I'll give you guys this. Gregor uh, – and, and, hey, just, you know, hey, as a, as a PSI or a, a PSA, that's what I meant, a PSA, <laughs> as a pounds per square inch for you guys. Um, no, I will. Uh, I'll tell you where Gregor is tonight. So, how many of you guys have an AMC theater in your hometown? Anybody? Uh, AMC theaters, and the AMC movie theater chain. Uh, apparently, this is a thing. Yes, Shinjo, I didn't know about that. Apparently, this is a thing. Gregor uh, has rented out an entire movie theater tonight, and it only costs ninety-nine bucks. 99 bucks okay so if you guys were curious um if you guys wanted to do something cool and interesting and different um it's not for new releases they're doing uh like he was going tonight to see um oh gosh he told me what it was daggone it uh, hocus pocus maybe i i can't remember 
Um, he was going to see like an old Halloween movie, and they're renting out the theater for a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, and they're playing old movies. So, like, he said that he could go. He could rent out the theater for the entire evening, and they've got a list that is available to you, and you can pick off that list, and you can watch it. So, like, if you wanted to get some friends to get together and go and not, uh, and not you know, necessarily be at risk, you know, to the rest of the community or whatnot, yeah, 100 bucks uh, to rent out an entire theater, and they give you, a, like, a, a, a movie list. It's got, he said it had, like, 10 or 15 movies on it. And you could rent out the entire theater room. Now, I did ask him if you had to buy AMC's concessions because, you know, I was arguing with him about the price. And he said, you know, really think about it. It's not that bad considering what you're getting. I said, if you can bring your own food. All right. If you can bring your own food. If you can't bring your own food, then that's where they're going to nail you. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what he said, Razik. $99 is only like two or three movie tickets. That's freaking awesome. Uh, I, I don't know, Pops, if Star Trek is on the list. And, and I'm certainly not advocating or advertising for him. I'm just letting you know where Gregor is tonight. And that's a cool thing. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that at all. So, yeah, AMC apparently on certain nights is allowing you to rent out an entire theater so you can bring your friends and just watch, you know, Whatever you want to watch, that's that's kind of cool, right? So uh, there, there are some new releases on that list, though. Are there really? That's cool. That's cool. Nope. The War with Grandpa, Tenet. Those are two new ones that are on it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he said that they that they chose Tenet. That's on their list, so they're going to try to get to that tonight as well. So uh, yeah, he uh, he and a couple of friends and uh, uh, are getting together and and renting this movie theater and, and just going to have a good time tonight. So yeah, look at there, Maztec gave you the link. All right, that is for AMC movie theaters, and uh, we will send you the bill. Okay, right, listen, if you guys decide to book one, just when you call your agent, let them know that Talking Trek referred you. They're gonna be like, huh, what? <laughs> be like, yeah, it's one of your national advertisers. They're gonna send you the bill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. We'll send them the bill. Don't you worry about that. Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, so really, uh, kind of an interesting thing that he's doing. So that's where he is tonight. Snake Eyes sends his condolences, said he would pop in chat here and there, but he is, um, he is actually at work tonight. So it's just, uh, it's just us kind of, kind of hanging out. Okay. Kind of us, uh, chilling out tonight. We do have some stuff to talk to with the new, uh, talk about with these new officers, but, uh, yes, big, I, to answer your question, um, from 15 minutes ago. I, I do prepare for this show. Uh, as a matter of fact, so this is what got me on to the Gregor subject. Gregor called while I was prepping, and actually we started, uh, and this cut into my prep time big because Gregor and I shared probably about a two-hour phone call today because I read him the story about the uh, the, the prison inmates getting uh, stimulus checks, and, and that started an interesting conversation slash debate uh, for that, that evolved into many things that we don't need to get into, but uh, just a good time hanging out with my buddy today on the phone, and we were talking about this stuff, and and uh, and that's that's what happened. So yeah, he cut into my prep time, cut into my prep time a little bit. So so if the jokes were bad tonight, you can blame Gregor. <laughs> uh, but yes, did anyone see the new Discovery? I am a consummate professional. Uh, so the Discovery season three—that's actually something we're going to talk a little bit about tonight. Not the TV show, 
because uh, no, as of yet, V-Ready, I have not watched it. I know that makes me a bad Trekkie. Uh, I've just had a very busy No, week. no, it's a disappointment. Don't worry about it. You know what? You say it's a disappointment. I've had just as many people tell me it's great. And FYI, just in case you have seen it and you're bursting at the seams to talk about it, uh, right below the voice room, right below the voice room, there is a Discovery chat room. It's in the Talking Trek community forums. If you guys are here, if you're a part of this uh, community, uh, thank you for being a part of the community. And we offer all kinds of, of cool chats uh, that you guys can talk about uh, various things. But if you guys would like to discuss Discovery, there is an actual room. Now, it's marked not safe for work, but that's only so that you get the warning, so that you know 100% that you're getting ready to go into a spoilers room. So if you've already seen it and you'd like to talk, there is a Discovery room uh, below the uh, the podcast room. But uh, no, I haven't seen it yet, so I have not gone into the room. But be ready. I've heard a few people say they're disappointed. I have heard a few people say that it was awesome. I've heard one or two people say that there was such a twist, and this is no spoiler, that there was such a twist that if you had a time machine, you still could not have predicted how this went. Um, So that's got me intrigued. It's got me very intrigued. I do want to watch it. Uh, I just have not yet found the time. I may try this evening. I may try tomorrow, but but I am obviously definitely going to. I want to be a part of that. Uh, Maztec says, I'm going to disagree. I don't think there was that big of a twist. See, again, this really turns some people on and some people off. Vita says he liked it. Uh, yeah, guys, please don't, don't do any spoilers in, in here, okay? But, uh, but anyway, yeah, there, there is uh, definitely a split in the community as to who liked it and who didn't, uh, which tells me that this, this could have had some type of controversial start uh, because some people are really loving it and some people are hating it. So, um, you know, hey, Maztec says, I, my kid loved it but could not watch season one or two at all. See, that, that worries me, Maztec. That worries me because uh, I don't know if you guys uh, listened or not. Uh, I did a quick appearance on a podcast for Tech Man. I don't know if he's in here this evening, uh, but Tech Man uh, runs a podcast uh, as well, and I've been on his show a time or two, and he did, uh, he did a, um, a quick episode before the premiere on Thursday where he got a few content creators and other members of the community to kind of share predictions and what they hoped for. And uh, I gave my quick five-minute uh, synopsis on what I had hoped for and what I didn't want to see. And uh, so you guys can go check out Tech Man's podcast if you'd like because it's, it's a little less about the game and more about people, which I really, really like. I enjoy listening to his. He's done interviews with Amergan. He's done interviews with uh, Level 50, Scott Porin. Um, He's done some interviews with various admirals on different servers and stuff. He's done an interview with me. So uh, good stuff. If, you, if you're into the interpersonal stuff, you guys can check out Tech Man. Okay? Uh, now, <coughs> let's move forward, Tabby Mosa. You're right. <clears throat> let's talk about game stuff related to Discovery Season 3. I'm going to start with this tonight. All right? I'm going to start with this tonight uh, before we get into our officers. A couple of days ago, yeah, Morath, Captain Killy is, is definitely... She's up there on my list. I, I, I like Captain Killy. Um, that being said, earlier this, uh, or, or, yeah, earlier this week on Thursday, as a matter of fact, Scopely released uh, a couple of gifts. Okay? They released uh, a gift chest, which the gift chest itself was good. Okay? I got no complaints. Uh, I think at my level, and if I'm not mistaken, it's it scaled, but it was pretty broad. I think a lot, there were a lot of ops levels in my bracket 
They got, I think it was 30 of each uncommon, a couple rares, some resources and stuff like that. Good chest. Hey, I'm always going to take a freebie, and thank you, Scopely, for, for celebrating the Discovery Season 3 launch with, uh, with a nice little goodie bag, okay? It's like going to the kid's birthday party, and you get in that little party favor bag, and inside it's got, you know, one of those annoying hand clapper things and a, and a kazoo and maybe two or three suckers and, like, you know, a mini Tootsie Roll. It was a nice little goodie bag. Like, you're not going to get overjoyed and think you hit the lottery, but it was a welcome, nice, free little goodie bag, and, and I'm cool with that, so I appreciate that. Uh, what we also got was weird. What we also got with that was something that, that was kind of weird, okay? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kukar says, I would equate the little hand clappy thing to the new missions that we got. These missions were a little bit weird. Scopely, now, I know that that you came right out and said, the missions are not for the rewards. Okay, fine. I'm fine with that. The missions were not released for the rewards, but released for an additional piece of story. Well, I'm fine with that, okay? FYI, I'm completely fine with that. You guys know I like stories. And for those of you who look for huge payouts from missions, uh, that was not what you got here, okay? I mean, like, literally, some of my prize payouts were, like, 80, 80 dilithium, okay? Not 80,000. Or 80 million. <laughs> 80. <laughs> 80 dilithium. So the missions were not for the rewards. Yeah, there was one, uh, one part of the requirement, one part of the story that required you to mine, mine 500 par steel. Goodness gracious. That, that took me ages, folks. I was so upset. I went onto the official Discord and I said, Daggone it, Scopely! Why, why, Scopely, are you developing missions just for the freaking whales? Goodness gracious, can you believe the audacity? Can you believe the audacity, Bizarro, of these, of these wackadoos over at Scopely designing all these missions just for the whales? God, I am so sick of seeing stuff develop just for the whales. It took me three days to mine that par steel. With my Rialta. <laughs> so, no, I'm not mad. I, I enjoyed a little bit of the story. The missions were goofy. They didn't require anything. Oh, wait, but they did. They did. Hold on. This is where it gets hinky. This is where it gets hinky. All right. First of all, Admiral Sakatek says, yeah, uh, one of the requirements was to move your base. Okay, so, yes, that is one thing. Some of you were required to move your base. And Admiral Sagatek said, I had a prime spot in Pajem, so I wasn't happy about that. Except you could have gotten around that, right? You could have gotten around that. You could have traded with somebody and then traded back. Or you could have done it quickly enough, you know, to pop out and pop back in. That was, that was fine. That was a waste of a reload or two, you know, in your case. Uh, but not everybody, not everybody got that mission. Because some other people, <laughs> some other people got a requirement to spend uh, an uncommon Borg Latinum system warp token. Yep, some people, some people got the mission where they had to get, uh, they had to go into the uncommon Borg space. Well, okay, cool. Except first, the Latinum Antique Refinery pays out like doo doo. Okay, it pays out like doo doo, like bull hockey. I have uh, my last four or five Latinum antiques 
have all been regular Transwarp uh, sales, so I couldn't, couldn't go in there. Maztech says, ooh, did it depend on which brand of the story, uh, branch of the story you took? Nope, it sure didn't. It did not. I'll tell you what it depended on here in a second. Because some people had to do that. They had to go into the special Borg space, uh, which is fine. Okay, that's fine. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Because you had to spend an uncommon sell. An uncommon sell. So some people who already had their Vidars at Tier 4 or higher could not get an uncommon sell. You're right, Shark and Chick. Uh, she says, I never got an Uncommon. Neither did I. Those, uh, that system is undiscovered for me. I could never get in because I was higher than Tier 4 when I got my first one. All right, so some players got that branch of the mission, and it cannot be completed. Other players <clears throat> received uh, a branch of the mission that required you to spend somewhere in the neighborhood of Forty to 60,000 security keys to buy an outlaw research warp token to get into one of the three high-speed uh, material, G3 material nodes in outlaw space, okay? Which at least is obtainable. <laughs> it's at least obtainable. But are you willing to trade 57,000 security codes for 80 dill? Yep, just 80. Just 80. <laughs> Empress Ice Fire says, I want my 54,000 security keys back. Uh, yes. So Blokemon says, well, why did people get a different system, a different set of missions? Uh, the rumor is, and this, by the way, has not been confirmed nor denied, but I'm going to go with it because it makes sense. Um, the, uh, what we're seeing is that it depends on where you were housed. It depends on where you were housed because, by the way, I was housed in very low independent space. Very low independent space is where I was when I claimed the mission, and I had to do none of those things except for move my base. I only had to port my base. I didn't need to spend a special warp token. I did not need to spend uh, any outlaw security codes, and I was in very, very low independent space. All I had to do was reload. And also the funniest part is if you actually level 2, you could not actually finish those missions. <laughs> well, the missions that I got were recommended for level two. Now, I do think, if I'm not mistaken, everybody, I think everybody's missions were recommended for level two. Did anybody have missions that were recommended for something higher than level two? I don't think so. No, I understand that. I'm just saying that if you were actually level two, you could not have finished them. That's true. That's actually absolutely true. Because some of the hostels were like over a thousand in strength. Okay. Um, so yes, you, you could not, you could not do that depending on where you were based. If you were based in, you know, say mid to high faction space, then, uh, you know, you might not be able to get that. Uh, if you were, if you were based in low faction space, I think that was the one for the uncommon cell. All right. So just, just weird and goofy, uh, and, and something that was released that I think probably wasn't ready for release. Right. I think this is something that they kind of threw together and obviously it wasn't uh, wasn't thought out super well uh, as far as the branches that people had to take there was one more group of players big country there was one more group of players that were affected uh there were players that were housed in warp 120 space or higher maybe it was 75 for players who were actually i think it's 120 i think it was 120 for vip's who were housed 
in 120 warp space or higher. An interesting uh, little factoid here. Their part, the, the part of their level two recommended uh, mission chains took them to a warp 160 system. Now, some players are going to be able to do that. But some of you that are complaining that I can't do it because I can't get an uncommon Borg Latinum uh, uh, warp token, at least you're not uh, one of the VIPs that say, hey, listen, maybe maybe you've got the warp range for this, and maybe you don't. But depending on how deeply you were housed, there was also a branch of this mission chain <laughs> that put you that, that required you to go somewhere beyond your, <coughs> your warp requirement. And it was still recommended uh, for level 8. <laughs> still recommended for level 8. So, weird, weird. Scopely, listen, I appreciate the sentiment. Thank you for the gift. Okay, I appreciate even the sentiment of the missions for the story, but the mission requirements were all over the place and clearly not thought out and not designed well, unfortunately. Uh, And yet again, yet again, another example of where a player advisory panel might have said, "Uh, guys, I don't think that an uncommon, like a tier one through three Vidar warp token is a good idea. And, and just in case you happen to be housed in deep space, that doesn't necessarily mean you can get to warp 160. Mm, you know, and, and you know, I don't know about making people spend 57,000 outlaw security keys for 80 dilithium. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe we could rethink that a little bit, you know, since they are scaled for ops too. Uh, you know, maybe... Maybe and also, could... apparently, some people got uh, the requirement to get into gauntlet the, the gauntlet system, which does not make sense. Oh, well. see, I missed that one. So some people had to get into the gauntlet system, too? I missed that one. See, I've gotten a few of these branches. I got a few of these branches, uh, and I missed the one that required you to go to the gauntlet system. Well, you couldn't go to the gauntlet system unless you were one of the top... Uh, top uh, 50 players on your entire server. So and you had to have saved your token to... to yeah. You didn't have tokens left over. Wait a second, Scopely. You told us to use all of our tokens during Gauntlet. You told us to use all of our tokens in the Gauntlet, and now you're going to require a Gauntlet token of me? Again, just sloppy. Sloppy. Again, I appreciate the sentiment. Deployment. Uh, deployment gets a, a D-, minus, if not a failing grade. That was that was terrible deployment, terrible planning, terrible terrible execution. Sorry, Scopely. Sorry, Big Country says I think they're doing it just to mess with us. Uh, they probably go to happy hour and laugh at this part of the podcast. Maybe, maybe I do know that several people listen to it. Uh, and and you know, listen, uh, FYI, FYI, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to admit it. You guys may not like this very much, but other gaming companies do it. And I have encouraged Scopely to partake of a little bit of trolldom. Okay? I have. I am on record. I am on record, and I have told Scopely that I think it would be funny sometimes if they, if they trolled us a little bit. All right? But, but, hold on, Empress. <laughs> the truck and chick, listen. Do you, <laughs> not trolling. This is this crazy? <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny. But, but, hold on. But, trolling, uh, you know, is poking a little bit of fun, having some fun at somebody else's expense. But you, you eventually cop to it, right? Like, let's go back. April Fools of last year. 
the Hungry Tribbles event, okay? That was a Trolls event. I know that you guys all enjoyed it and we had fun with it, but it had nothing to do with progression in the game. It was a quirky, fun, goofy little thing, and and it you know it didn't award blueprints. It did end up giving us a, a great officer eventually, but it was fun. It was different, and that was the that's the kind of stuff that I would enjoy seeing Scopely do more of. Okay, I would enjoy seeing Scopely do more of that, even if they played. A practical joke. Hang on, chick. Hang on. Even if they played a practical joke, I'm okay with practical jokes. But they do eventually have to come to an end. And we are on day four. Scopely, if this was a practical joke, it's gone on too long. Okay? It it should have been like eight hours. Eight hours. Excuse me. If you were going to to do this, Truckin' Chick says she's highly disappointed in me. I, you know, listen, I, I'm okay for jokes and fun, okay? But Blokemon says, yeah, we do not need them messing with us. Perhaps, perhaps that uh, Scopely needs to earn a little bit of our trust back and our loyalty back before they can pull out the practical Joker's card, okay? Maybe that does need to happen, all right? Maybe I, I can totally see that, all right? Hydra says, yeah, they mess with us enough accidentally, <laughs> they mess with us enough accidentally. I, I don't disagree with that at all. All right, I agree. I agree with that a lot. There's, there's the, so, and, and yes, chick, earn our trust back. It can be done. It can be done, but it's not going to be done overnight. They got, they got a long way to go, right? They got a long way to go to actually earning our trust back. Um, let me ask you guys a question. Just, and, and I'm, not, I'm not pipe dreaming here. I'm being totally 100% serious. Okay. Uh, no, listen, I'm not whispering bad things. I just said, hey, listen, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great for us to be able to have fun with the community? All right. Because other gaming companies do it. Listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blokemon and Harley Quinn say no. <laughs> listen, this is two shows in a row that I have taken a position you guys absolutely hate. Sorry, my bad. Mickey. I don't think Scopey uh, knows how to do it, though. I mean, the problem is they basically mess they mess up everything. Well, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm saying. They gotta they're gonna have to earn this back before we are it in the mood to to joke around with something like this. Because if this was an FYI, truck and chick. Was. All right, hold on, FYI, chick. I 100 percent do not believe this was a practical joke. Okay, I, I, that's why I say it gets a failing grade. If it was a joke, it wasn't, it wasn't a it good joke. It was not joke. a practical joke. They messed up so bad. Yeah, this was not a practical joke. This was not, uh, in my opinion, this was not something that they did to be funny or to be trolls. This was just, this was just a failure. Okay, this was just uh, a failure. It was a failure. Do you remember when uh, Augments got launched that we had the glitches in the screen? Uh, no. Dude, that's different. That's different. That's different. I've never seen these purple tiles, though. That is a new one. No, 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 no. Those, <laughs> no, that's that's the client. No, when augments got introduced, we had those hack events with the hack console, and that also was that the game started back then with like having little glitches. No, but and those that was a performance problem. That not, not, not no, what they did no, now. no, 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 no. That wasn't a programming program. Uh, that wasn't a programming issue. We did have when when the BB got introduced the first time when we had the augments when 
Well, Khan, no, not Khan. Uh, yeah, when Khan got introduced, yeah, we had the hack consoles, we had the improved uh, repair speed, but we also had the glitch events. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about with the glitch events, and I don't remember. And first of all, the battle April, pass, April first, two thousand nineteen. Okay, well, that wasn't Battle Pass. Battle Pass was introduced in January of 20. Uh, Spock says we've had tile problems before. I personally have never seen this purple or pink tile issue. I've seen mining tiles or mining nodes get messed up. I've seen that. Um, I've never seen this pink and purple thing, okay? Uh, Blokemon says this has happened a lot in the past. Um... I, no, yeah. but this, this update seems to have completely broken everything. Like it's happening to everyone now. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm getting it. All right, and I did see the rumor that it could have been around an iPad Air issue, sack attack, but that's not accurate because I I can get it on on multiple devices. Okay, uh, I can get it on multiple devices, so that that's not right either. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's definitely cross. Uh, Raxnar says it's not happened to me personally, but I've noticed it's mostly Android. It's definitely happening on iOS uh, for sure, Raxnar. Uh, Max says, on the other hand, I've never seen it. Dark Lord says I've never seen it. It's weird. It's weird, I, and, and there's no fixing it. You can't change the screen. You just have to close out and come back. Uh, Stevens Aaron says, I've been playing ever since beta. I've never seen this problem. Uh, so it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But we've we've uh, transitioned from practical jokes to to just glitches, and I don't want to necessarily go down that path. But uh, I, I let me let me summarize. I have I have dreamed. I have uh, joked around and speculated that it would be great one day uh, for Scopely to be able to to have fun and play uh, play with their community. They're definitely not there yet, and I've actually pointed that out, Chick. Okay, I've one hundred percent pointed out that that we're not ready for that okay i have suggested that this would be something that you could do in the future uh i don't know for those of you who remember used to play uh who used to play halo uh you know i don't even want to say competitively but those of you who played halo a lot dude that company who what was that company microsoft developed but what was the gaming company uh uh crap who did halo uh, bungie thank you bungie uh bungie played tricks on their community probably every couple of months probably uh, I'd say maybe quarterly, they would come out and do something goofy, do something silly. Like uh, one day, I remember this. Yeah, Big Country says I remember that. Uh, Blokemon says absolutely remember that. That was a fun. That was a fun thing, and it was legit. Uh, I remember logging in one day to the game, and actually, it's funny because now my kids, uh, my kids play this Fortnite game that I've talked to you guys about sometimes. Um, and they, that's all they do. Everything, all the revenue generation in that game is based on skins, is based on vanity items. But uh, I remember logging into Halo one day. Do you guys see if you remember? Because this is probably like 2001, 2002. I logged into Halo one day and played, and uh, I was legit, absolutely 1,000%. I was a rabbit. I was a rabbit all day. I couldn't fix my character. Everybody was different types of animals, bears, rabbits, deer, uh, squirrels. Kukar says, I remember that. Sakatak says, I missed that one. I walked in, and, and by the way, it was a 24-hour thing. Stevens Aaron says, yes, I remember that too. It was a 24-hour thing, one day only, <laughs> showing my age. I know, Mickey, sorry, showing my age. I logged in, and I was a rabbit. Bizarro says, heck yeah, I was a rabbit. Okay, so 
that was interesting. It made it made it fun and quirky for a day, and we were okay with it. We were okay with it. First of all, it didn't break the game, didn't affect gameplay. It was just something stupid and fun and and funny that Bungie had done uh, on their online gameplay servers. All right, uh, Blokemon says that was fun, but this is not absolutely not what Scopely should be devoting any time to. Agreed. I'm with you, Blokemon. I, I agree with you. We've got a lot of work to do in the game just to you know tidy things up to the point where we're ready to play something like that. And and I, again, I'm not advocating, guys. Goodness, you all settle down. I'm not advocating for Scopely to play practical jokes on us. I'm not. I'm. I, I was literally having a conversation that said, you know, wouldn't it be great if one day you could get there? Wouldn't it be great if one day you had the full force and loyalty and and dedication and uh, and and patience and trust of your community to uh, to be able to do that? Now, I, I I you say, but you said you told them they should. I, yes, I did. That they should that they should work to get there. Okay, I, I may have misspoke and said that I said do one today. I did not say to do one today. <laughs> Promise. All right, this was this was failed deployment. Plain and simple. All right, and Scopely, I'm disappointed that that you didn't give another set of eyes on this before you launched it, uh, because you know, hey, the 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 gift of missions. I I don't think anybody did anybody complain. Uh, I mean, I know some people did, but did anybody truly care that they were doing a mission for eighty dill? Like, if if you are into a story, first of all, if you're into a story then you probably did it. I know a lot of people say that they don't read the stories, in which case you didn't have to take the missions. Or you could archive it and put it away and never have to do it again. All right? Uh, that being said, I don't think the complaint was that, that the mission was for 80 Dill. I think the complaint was that it was actually going to cost you something to do it. All right? Cost you security keys or cost you a reload token or require you to go to warp 60 <laughs> where you can't go. Starbase says there was time involved, and, and again, I'm not, I, I, I agree, okay, and some people's time is more valuable than others. I, I would not have mind uh, to invest the time in those missions uh, for a decent story uh, if, if I didn't have to spend anything. Now, and let me be clear, I did not. I didn't, no, Tabby Moe's 80 dill, not 80 million, 80, just 80 dill. That's, that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, I would have I looked forward to... Uh, I would have looked forward to doing something a little bit different with that. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's what it is. All right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um, guys, one other uh, real quick. Uh, we spent more time on that than I wanted to. But yeah, anyway, it's, it was a good it's a good thing. Scopely, just, yeah, get back on track. Thank you, Morath. Scopely, uh, thank you for the gift chest. I'll summarize with this. Thank you for the gift chest. That was good. We like that. The missions, um, that 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 needed that needed a second look. <laughs> that needed a second look. But it was a very good chest, and we thank you for it. All right, it was a good chest. We were happy uh, happy to have that. Okay, uh, folks, here's what I want to do. Yeah, I know, right, chick? I just I, the last two shows, the last two shows, I've stepped in a giant hole. I by the way, I have had. I have had uh, other communications with other players about the Disco PvP event. And uh, I, I'm here to tell you, I mean, uh, clearly, clearly I'm a giant jerk because not very many people had my back on that. 
there were some. There were some, but not very many people uh, agreed with my with my play style on that event. Okay, I, I'm here to tell you, it's probably not going to change my play style for the next one. All right, which brings me, no. which brings me to my next segment. All right, and uh, I I didn't want to necessarily make this a, a super huge habit. Uh, but uh, crazy enough, the show is getting uh, letters. The show is getting letters and suggestions and things. Uh, so I'd like to read a couple. I'm going to read two of them to you very quickly because they actually do contain some cool ideas. And uh, just in case uh, anybody of consequence may be listening, then I have uh, I have ideas. I got emails. Okay, here we go. Uh, dear Scopely, actually, dear DJ, <laughs> this is a letter to Scopely. I'm just going to paraphrase. Uh, Dear DJ, listening to your podcast on the PvP event, uh, and literally every idea you guys proposed, I can actually find a way to quote-unquote cheat around. The problem with this is that when you punish people for partaking, then you'll reduce the overall participation. Here's a proposal. No points for losing in PvP. FYI, I disagree with this. No points for losing in PvP. However, for those winning against a lower level player then you gain partial points for example four to five levels below you you only get uh 50 of available points six levels or more you get 25 percent of available points for those of you uh at uh, you know about your ops level get 100 percent of the points three levels higher 150 four to five levels 200 six levels or more you get 250 percent of the available points this is the best thing that i can come up with to prevent gaming the system and allow players to participate. All right. By the way, do love Discovery Summons. And here's why. I used it during the Latinum Mining events to raid OPC Lat Miners to help me win the event. Finished second place in my leaderboard because once I would spot a Lat Miner, I could be there in seconds instead of minutes. Uh, thank you, Pounce. Appreciate your letter. Uh, one other letter that I want to read very quickly uh, is also regarding PvP. Dear DJ, pretty daggone upset that Scopely seems to have abandoned PvP. So here are a few ideas for a better PvP event to discuss. My bright idea is make Alliance versus Alliance PvP events by setting the top... Now, this guy's... I like this idea. This actually could potentially have some merit. Make the top 10 alliances at war with each other. Do the same for 11 through 25, and folks only can get points for killing ships from those alliances, and you could still lose points for losing, but only from those alliances. This will make dropping and trading kill, dropping tags and trading kills irrelevant, unless they rejoin an alliance your team is at war with, which obviously you wouldn't want. You can also create an alliance leaderboard and a solo leaderboard with tighter ops ranges based on ops levels or shipyard, so folks white, uh, fight to win their division and include solo milestones so everyone plays. Also, love the idea of incentivizing lower ships for more interesting PvP. Love the idea for getting more points for hitting up ops levels and less for going down. Love the idea of burst PvP events for additional points. Really love the idea of a faction hunt or some other type of highly valuable PvE event for additional rewards because it could be more dangerous. Maybe not necessarily a faction hunt because it's a huge grind, but maybe a special faction hunt with higher rewards and smaller milestone goals. Sincerely yours, Champ. Thank you, Champ. Appreciate it. 
appreciate all of your all's letters, okay? Because uh, we do get we do get a couple, and that was why I wanted to bring these two up. They both talk about PvP. They both talk about PvP and ways to potentially, possibly make it better, okay? Uh, and I, I think we do want it to be better. I think we do want it to be better. I, I believe that with this week's cancellation of the PvP event, <laughs> right turn Clyde is showing that. Right, uh, Clyde, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, okay? Sh- huge props. Huge props and shout-outs. You need to listen to the last one. All right. Uh, staggered points would be interesting. I don't know how that could present itself. Relative metrics, okay? Relative metrics have always been a little tougher for Scopely because the events have to actually be, be written out kind of static. I don't know that they could do percentage-style points based on your own level. Otherwise, um, I mean, because then the leaderboard has to be bracketed for your level. You see what I'm saying? You, you would have to, however you break it down is how the metrics would have to be. Uh, and, I, and I don't know that they can give points based on an ops level. I honestly don't know if they could do that. It could definitely be discussed. It could be brought up and we could talk about it. But I don't know about that. Um, I do know that... Um, these these faction hunts, these high level faction hunts, have been proposed. I don't know where Scopely is with that. All right, I, I don't know where Scopely is with with doing something like that. But I can guarantee that you would have a large outcry from the community if you do something. Uh, you know, if you do something like that, uh, because then people are going to say that they can't do it. the The issue with the PvP, and I think it became very very obvious uh, this week when the PvP event was pulled is that there is probably a more silent uh, but large group of players in this game that do very much like PvP. And a lot of people came to me. A lot of people spoke up on the official Discord. A lot of people fed back to the, uh, to the moderators that they were pretty disappointed that the PvP event was gone. All right. So uh, I, I think that Scopely hopefully has heard that message, and I hope that they're anxiously trying to, to get it up and running for this week because there's another one scheduled this Wednesday. And the way that their news center announcement reads is, unless otherwise notified, it will be a faction hunt. Un- that's, that's what it says. Unless you hear from us, you should expect a faction hunt. And I'm cool with a faction hunt coming out. How about you double up, Scopely? Wednesday is a day off from the burst events. All right? Why don't you double up the rewards and, and try the PvP thing again? Double up the rewards in faction hunt or triple up or however you want to do it. Whatever you think is appropriate for the, for the risk and try the PvP event again. All right? Yes, people will gnash their teeth. People will moan and groan. There will always be people that complain. But we need to try to satisfy the largest majority of players, all right? And a faction hunt with ultra with great rewards could do that. Uh, it could, gosh, crazy enough, could potentially teach some players a little bit of strategy because that needs to happen. That really needs to happen, folks. Uh, and uh, and then uh, you get you get some PvP out there as well. Okay, so I I, th- I think that uh, that there's there's ways to do it. Max says, why would it matter? There is no hiding in this game. Twip, uh, triple, quadruple, one hundred. 
times. If you sail out of your base and everyone can see you, a lower-level player is going to get hunted almost immediately, especially with discovery summons to cut travel time to zero. Maxie, I disagree with that. Summons doesn't take travel time to zero unless your discovery is all up in their business. Okay, To get the discovery there, it still comes from the system's edge. It still comes from the system's edge. And, and by the way, you know, uh, <laughs> this was one idea I had. And, uh, Gregor, by the way, welcome to the show. Um, I would not be opposed to this. Let me throw this out to you guys. Let me throw this out to you really quick. Max says, so they can kill two hostiles. Doesn't sound very rewarding. I agree. I agree. We had this discussion, folks. Spock says, kill every disco you see. And uh, that's kind of where I'm driving. We had this discussion that if you feel you're at risk, uh, by the way, Big Country is a perfect example. One of my members was bubbled by one of his members. All right. We uh, quickly tried to fill up that planet and tried to defend our alliance mate. Big Country black alerted a, uh, black alerted a uh, disco right, uh, you know, that came up where we were near a system's edge and he came up with that uh, disco and was going to black, you know, was going to summon some ships in to help crack that base. And I popped his discovery and I felt bad. I even sent him an apology. I said, but I know why you're here. I said, I, you know, in case I was wrong, all right, in case I'm wrong, then I'm sorry, but I know why you're here. You're here to crack that base and I had to kill your ship. All right. Um, and, and yes, big. And, and he said, what was my response? Your response was, you don't need to apologize because I was there to crack your base. Okay. So, and, and by the way, he went further to say, you never need to apologize for any hits. It's a game and uh, we're on opposing teams and sometimes we're going to duke it out. And that's cool. All right. Big gets it. I get it. All right. I killed his disco. By the way, when he sent his disco back again, all right, I didn't get to it in time. And then his, uh, his Kelvin showed up. And then it was a bad day. <laughs> okay? I didn't get to it in time, and the Kelvin showed up. Uh, so, but, <clears throat> now, let me just ask you guys a question. Gregor, big country. You're both here. Uh, Gregor, what are you doing here? I thought you were going to the movies. Yeah, we decided not to. Oh, well, I, I totally, listen, you need to send your local AMC a bill on behalf of Talking Trek, because we talked about it for like five or seven minutes. I promoted the hell out of it. Anyway, um, let me ask you guys a question. Just out of curiosity, and this is just a, a brainchild that I just had based on some of your comments, especially like Mac and and uh, uh, there was another one here a second ago, uh, Hero, Blokemon, Bo- Boaz. Thank you. Boaz was the one. Let me ask you guys a question. Just out of curiosity, especially people who are using summons, Big and Gregor, if you black alert jump your discovery, would you be opposed to a cooldown timer of, say, 30 seconds, 15 seconds? Enough time for someone to potentially defend themselves if you were there to kill them. A lot of people saying no. Why? 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 Don't just say no. Say why. All right. A lot of people saying no. For those of you listening in podcast form, a ton of people saying no, 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 hell no, 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 and no. Two people have said sure. All right. Starbase says it defeats the purpose. Mickey the dog I mean, says thirty it seconds the is is barely enough time to get halfway across the system. So I don't know if that would be such a big deal. Uh, here's here's why I potentially suggest it. 
Here's why. Now, Maztec, I, I don't disagree. He said it wouldn't bother me, but it does defeat the primary purpose of the discovery. Plus, it destroys the concept of how Black Alert works in the in the show. Um, if you saw Discovery, if it, let's pretend. Close your eyes and pretend. If you are in the middle of a PvP event and you know you're going to be hunted, you're out, you're doing your 3x faction hunt, and a disco pops in, what, what are you going to do? What's your first reaction? Because I know what mine is. My first reaction is kill that ship. Mac says my first reaction is leave the system. No, it's not, Mac. You are VIP. You're not going to run. <laughs> All right, you're not going to run. Some people may run, but the Discovery is not a powerful ship. That's been one of our complaints, right? The Discovery is not a powerful ship. So what if it was, oh, crazy idea. What if it was not a powerful ship on purpose? What if this ship was designed to be an Uber that you could easily defend yourself against? Now, I say easily because all they're going to do is jump back. Okay, they can jump back, but at least you're paying attention. And just like during the disco event, they may potentially decide you're not worth the effort. Or they're going to dodge you. They're going to run away from your ship. They're going to dodge you until their cooldown expired, and then they can summon. And then if you haven't killed the ship by then, then, then maybe then you run. I'm I'm just offering ideas, folks. I'm not saying that it's something that they should or could do. Just saying, would that would that help alleviate some of the concerns about people jumping your disco in and then your Kelvin in immediately to uh, to take you out? Uh, I mean, just curious. Well, but what's the difference between jumping or warping your Kelvin in? I mean, both are unexpected events, right? That's true. So it's not like you know they're coming. I mean, whether they warp their Kelvin over or they jump and warp and jump to Discovery and then summon the other ship. I mean, both are unexpected events from your perspective. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Whether it took them two minutes to get there, or three minutes or five minutes, you didn't know they were coming anyways. So it really doesn't make a difference. Yep, that's absolutely right. So there goes that idea. Max says, if you really want to improve the quality of PvP and get people to participate, maybe perhaps reduce visibility. Fog of War on all systems uh heck i would even reduce visibility within system to a radius of x distance around your ship if a mouse Listen, i hated fog of war in g4 i loathed it until the discovery came out and now and, that, and now it's not so bad once you've mapped the system you know the resources in it and well, now with discovery you can you know just get there instantly Max so says, I don't I don't mind the fog of war anymore at post discovery, but pre discovery it was a pain. Well, guys, here's here's the bottom line. We I I I have sensed this coming. You guys have heard me say before. There's writing on the wall. There's writing on the wall. I and I don't think this is a good thing. Okay, I, I don't think this is a good thing. So you guys tell me if I if I'm right or wrong because I kind of. I mean, listen, I've always been pretty proud of myself for having the thumb on the pulse of the community. I've gotten a couple things wrong the last couple days. So let me ask you on this one. I kind of feel that there is growing, and and I'm being dramatic, of course, but I kind of feel like there's some growing unrest and growing disparity 
more uh, uh, regarding PvP and PvE players? I feel like the community is getting wider and wider apart. So I've, I've told you this before, DJ. I think a lot of this comes from post-G4 release. Because in G3 release, people didn't feel so bad about, even if they were in a Saladin, an Enterprise rolling up and hitting them. They really didn't feel so bad about it. Post-G4, the, the power differences are so extreme between a Pylum and a Burrell that it feels like they're just an ant under a under a, a, mag, a magnifying glass. You know what I'm saying? It's just so yeah. unfair. And that's why I push, that's why I keep saying shipyard level PvP bracketing. I can be a 50 and go attack 20s if I want, if I want to run around in my Mayflower. And, and that equalizes somewhat that balance. It just, uh, it, I, I see this and it does concern me, Gregor. It concerns me because there is two segments of the community making themselves very uh, visible. And they like starkly different things. And, um, and I believe, all right, now this, this, call me crazy. I believe Scopely is having difficulty balancing the two. I really do. I think that the, that the PVP event was their attempt uh, at, at doing that. But what we received was more complaining and more screaming and more yelling. And uh, we've looked at ways to, you know, as a community, we've looked at ways to fix it. And, uh, and, and there's been a couple of good ideas. I like Gregor's shipyard idea. I think that that, that could work. But uh, I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you do that in the game. I don't know if you do it fundamentally. I don't know if you do it for the entire game. I don't know if you do it for uh, an event. I, and I don't know what the capabilities are. It, there's just... You know, I, I don't know what the answer is. To be to be honest to God with you guys, I don't know what the answer is. But see, Leonidas says Star Trek Fleet Command versus Star Trek Farmville Command. But here's the thing, Leonidas. Technically, if I'm just guessing, there's a higher uh, general population of PvEers than there are PvPers. Now, PvPers feel neglected, though, right? PvPers feel neglected, they want their events too, and let's face it, uh, if we're keeping track, we have a ratio right now of probably 100 to 1, right? 100 to 1 on PvE versus PvP. Stevens Aaron says no matter what they try, there's always going to be backlash if it is PvP. People simply need to suck it up. I, I don't necessarily disagree on that one event that we get, you know, once a month, maybe. All right. I do agree. But at the same time, there's a ton of players out there that are like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I just want to mine in peace. Well, and, and a lot of people say, like, a lot of people are upset. Even even you, DJ, to a degree with the Discovery event where you're talking about, I'm not going to be Kevin, Kevin cannon fodder for a whale. A lot of people associate well with spending, but the reality is, is if you've been playing this game two years and somebody started six months ago and they're in their mid-20s and you roll in in your early 30s playing after two years, you're like a whale because you've had time to invest in so many resources, researches, officers. You might as well be the equivalent of what a whale is to you. That's you true. Know what I'm saying? Yep. And so, so there's going to be imbalance no matter what, right? No matter what. Even somebody free to play that's been playing for two years, is it's going to be imbalanced. And yes, Trekking Chick is right. She posted, yeah, but 
that that whale's Mayflower is going to have more research and beat me. That's true. But in shipyard level bracketing, you have a chance to destroy that whale because he can't just roll it in his pile or his tribune or his jellyfish and whack you. I mean, it might take you more than one hit, but you can get the win. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't given this enough thought today, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know because I, listen, everybody you, wants a fair fight, but even if you're be. totally free to play, it can't even be. if you're totally free to play guys and somebody started eight months ago and you've been playing two years, it's not a fair fight. It's not a fair fight. It's, it's not just about the money people spend. It's about the time investment you have in the game. You playing two years will trounce the person that's been playing eight months. It's not fair. It's, there's no way to make it fair unless unless they they only let people in tiny little power bands live on each server. You know what I'm saying? And and you and you would constantly be moving between servers as your power level changed. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to make it fair, 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 right? Guys, I th- I think I think that that is that. I mean, if the ratio is truly a hundred to one. If the tra- if the ratio is hundred to one, which it is, okay, then then I simply I, I am of the mindset that hey, you know, I get it. Maybe it sucks. Maybe you don't like it. Throw a bubble and read a good book. I, I mean, I'm not suggesting you spend time out of the game, but you know what? There's you know there are events that I don't play. You know what? I have appreciated Gregor. I appreciated the fact that here just a few days ago we got a battle pass event called Surveyor. <laughs> for the first time since Battle Pass came out, I did not feel like I had to do it. I literally 100% skipped it. All right, because I did. By the way, I, didn't have I to do love it. their change of direction on these Battle Pass events. Right? I love it. That is so fantastic. These events, they're exactly what they should be small, easy to reach milestones to get your payout. What a fantastic, non like huge investment of time events so I, was, big ups to them for that yeah huge huge kudos on that and and it's giving people flexibility uh like i said i skipped that one i think i skipped part of a domination all right because i, I just i don't have to do it anymore i'm so happy that i don't have to do that that stuff anymore all right so i choose not to do it and therein lies my suggestion and please i'm not trying to be disrespectful to the PVEers or to the pvpers or any one segment i just simply remind you folks if you don't like an event sit back don't do it okay don't do it and and i by the way doing your dailies come on if you can't in the span of 24 hours find an opportunity to do your dailies during a pvp event then get ready i'm gonna rip a band-aid off you i almost said something too harsh you need to get better let me put it that way you need to get better all right if you can't do your your dailies in the span of a 24-hour period during a pvp event then you need to get better at this game. B- bottom line, all right? And, and we are happy to teach you. The official Discord, believe it or not, was, I, was crazy enough, V-Ready. <laughs> the official Discord actually had tips and people trying to help other people during the, burning, uh, during the Separatist event. 
All right. It was teaching people how to uh, get their points easier. Guys, plug in. All right. And I, and and I'm sorry. I'm probably preaching to the choir here a little bit, but but you guys are not all agreeing with me. And that's okay. It's totally fine by the way. You guys are not all agreeing that PVP needs to be here. All right. But it does. It absolutely does. Miss Harley Quinn, okay? Thank you for your comment. She says I am good, but DJ, I didn't get my dailies done at all. Well, then then we need to spend a couple of minutes with you, Miss Harley Quinn, and and maybe we can help you. Okay, because I, I just I me personally and again, maybe maybe my perspective is skewed. All right, because I have power. I have spent money. I am admittedly a payer. Oh, my God, that makes me a bully, right? Makes me a bully because I have bigger power because I've spent money in the game in a game that I enjoy and the game that I'm willing to spend money on. P.S. Hear my sarcasm. I, I just. I just think that that there are ways that you can that you can do this differently, better, and and we'll help you. We'll help you. Okay? Getting your dailies done, by the way, Leonidas, thank you. Doesn't mean doing all daily events. It just means getting that chest. Just get the chest. All right. If you let's pretend for a moment um, that you're dual faction. Okay? That you are dual faction. Uh, meaning that right off the bat, just by mining, just by mining, you can get a hundred. What is it? One hundred and fifteen points, I believe, out of your required what? Two fifty, two fifty-five. It depends on your ops level. All right. Uh, and and there are there are other things that you can do. You can send your alliance helps. You can do your four hours uh, four hours check in. I know not everybody is dual or triple. That's why I said dual. All right. It, but you know what, Empress? I'm going to go back on this and say since day one on this show, I have been preaching, preaching, preaching the good word on dual faction. If you are not dual faction by now, why? Why? This. I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute, guys. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Rembrandt Toothpaste. Now introducing new Picasso Toothpaste for people with really crooked teeth that point the wrong way. The Peanuts Gang is back with a special everyone can vote for. It's the great election, Charlie Brown. There are three things they have learned never to discuss with people. Religion, politics, and the great pumpkin. Lucy wants to vote for Joe Biden. You must be crazy. And she won't let Charlie support Donald Trump. You better cut it out right now or I'll pound you. Linus wants him to vote for a third party candidate. He's got to pick this one. He's got to. But Sally still hasn't forgiven herself for voting third party in 2016. What a fool I was. Will the mail-in ballots get counted on time? You can't possibly reach the mailbox. Or will the whole thing end in a protest? I got it wrong. It's the Great Election Charlie Brown. Now playing on cable news and coming soon to a voting booth near you.
congratulations to Truck and Check. <laughs> Congra- congratulations to Truck and Check. She asked for the song. Yeah, she's moving on up. She asked for the song because she is promoting her ops. And uh, and I let it play for an extra minute because I just needed an extra minute. Uh, your mics are potted back up. <laughs> Congratulations, you truck and chick. Moving up. You said you were moving up to Ops 33. Is that right? Uh, moving up to uh, Ops 33, I think you said. So congratulations to you. Um, guys, here is the exact illustration that I was speaking about a few minutes ago, Gregor. There, <laughs> Scopely, you've got a problem. All right, and then we're going to talk about officers because I, I, I got to get off this subject. Scopely, you have a problem. You have a problem because there is a growing divide, and Gregor's right. There is a growing divide between your passive players and, and, your, and your more aggressive players. Your PvP and your PvE communities are, are both getting aggravated at you. I, P.S., I don't know what the answer is. I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm not you right now. Jayberg says the meanest thing that I've ever seen you do is tell someone to suck a watermelon, and I just thought that was funny. No, but the smallest guy is always <laughs> going to feel the bigger guy is a bully. It's, I mean, it's natural. You don't have to get upset about it. But and this I mean, is where I go back to people. That, it's not even about how much money you spend. It's about the power you have in the game. And if you've been playing two years, you will beat somebody that's been playing eight months, or you should be able to beat somebody that's been playing eight months, and you will be the bully. And they will feel like the game is imbalanced and because you have more power. So whether you spend or don't spend doesn't matter. Spending just accelerates your growth, your growth time. But but no matter what, even you free to plays are bullies to the people that or or to the people that have only been playing eight months or ten months. Yeah, I don't know. It, again, we need to move on to a, to another subject. But Scopely, hear this. Hear what's happening. Okay. I don't have an answer for you. I honestly don't. I don't have, at this point, I don't even have a suggestion. I don't know what you do, but you've got two segments of the community that are both getting angry. You got the PVPers that, that you're, you're canceling their events. Right? You got the PVEers who just think it's not fair, that thinks that you're sanctioning bullying. All right? and, and by the way, let me, let me just say, I don't care what side of the community you're on. I don't care if you're a PvPer. I don't care if you're a free-to-player. I don't care. I don't care if you're a payer. I don't care if you're a PvEer. I don't care if you're an Ops 50. I don't care if you're an Ops 20. All right. There, to me, is a distinction between playing the game and being a bully. Being a bully is threatening somebody. Being a bully is trying to threaten or impact their real life. Being a bully is is uh is is talking hateful to somebody being a bully is uh speaking in in hateful words or or racist words or homophobic words okay to play this game as the mechanics allow is not being a bully let me be very very clear we, we you know over the last 10 days We've had conversations on this show about use of the word cheating and exploits and spirit of the event. Okay? We have. We totally have. We have gotten deeper on this show than we have in the past year in the last 10 days, and, and maybe we need to dial it back. I don't, I don't mean to get this way on this show. All right? But because this show is supposed to be about education, which is what we're going to do next. Two, two minutes and we're going into officers, and we can forget all this. All right? But, folks... 
if AJ, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Big. All right, I'll just make it sure. I, I must have been hitting the wrong button. Yeah, go ahead. What do you All got? Right. No, we're good, man. Listen, we're everything is cool. I think what you said is is spot on. So not nothing. Uh, I, we've never had a bad encounter. So Gribster says game mechanics allow you to sit outside someone's base, hit their returning ships, kill them whenever you see them in the galaxy. That sounds like bullying to me. Gribster, respectfully. Can I just add one thing? Hang on, hang on, V. Ready, Gribster. I'm, I'm going to respectfully uh, counter your argument. Can someone sit outside your base? Yes. Can you reload? Yes. Can someone hit the returning ships? Yes. Can you outrun those ships or uh, use a Rialta to distract that ship while you recall your ship? Yes, you can. Can someone hit you anywhere in the galaxy? Yes, they can. Can you watch your ships, be aware of your surroundings, and avoid being hit in the galaxy? Yes, you can. Okay, so all three of your complaints right there, I give you arguments as to how a player can avoid that. And all three of those arguments require you to play the game in a smarter fashion if you want to avoid those things. Okay? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you whether or not somebody should be or should not be camped outside your base. But what I can tell you is you can 100% avoid it. Okay, your definition of your definition of bullying is exactly right. Unfortunately, people in this game, they basically call anyone stronger than a bully, which is wrong. I mean, there's no point taking them seriously. Just ignore them. Yep. Uh, Medic says, I posted the actual definition. Uh, posted, let me see if I can find it here real quick, and I'll, I'll read it. Um... Yeah, I don't mind to read it, and then, and then we are going to move on because I've got some officer stuff to talk about. Uh, Gregor, we need to get back to teaching on this show. I don't know where I've slipped off. I don't know, I don't know where, where I have lost my vision of this show, but maybe we're doing too much editorial stuff. Maybe we need to get back to teaching. Yeah, man. Yeah. We've been listening to too much Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We're getting too – you know what? This show was never supposed to be opinion-based. It was supposed to be education. Um Okay, medic writes, bully, a person who habitually seeks to harm or intimidate those whom they perceive as vulnerable. Okay, you know what? I'm going to agree with that definition, medic, and I'm still going to tell you that I do not qualify, despite the fact that I will raid a 25's base despite the fact that I'll go hit a level 27 in Borg systems, despite the fact that I hit a lower-level player, I do not habitually seek to harm or intimidate that player. I just play against the players I'm allowed to play against. Okay? You, you gave the definition. I will accept your definition and still say that somebody hitting down does not count. Okay? <laughs> I mean, doesn't count. I just, I think people need to, I think people need to (laughs) mature a little bit and, and, and thicken some skin a little bit and just play the game. Just, it's just a game. It's just a game. Enjoy it or don't just, just play the game. If you don't like the game, don't play it. I mean, Scopely doesn't want me to say that, but I mean, I've said that for a year. It's just a game. You're supposed to play it for fun. If you're not having fun, why are you playing? Okay. 
Well, hey, folks, you know the clock gets away from me. We talk about it all the time. Sometimes we go over on time, and it's really like never, ever that we actually get out on time. But there was so much to talk about today, and I really appreciate everybody's participation in the roundtable that ensued. So at this point, we're going to actually do a cut in the show uh, that was so long that we're actually going to cut it in two pieces and upload it on two different days, okay? So uh, we're going to do a quick break right here just to give you guys a little bit of a chance to catch up on today's content. And then tomorrow, if you're listening in podcast form, tomorrow we will have this uh, second part of the show uploaded for you as well so that you can go ahead and capture the end part of the show. Just figured that might be a little bit easier for those of you looking to download and listen instead of being overwhelmed by a three-hour podcast. So doing a break right here, and we will see you back here tomorrow for part two of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here tomorrow for the rest.